0: 70 cricket
1: grounds. What a shot under pressure. This is where gold, the best kind of gold. What a legend. What a
2: champion.
3: Bada bada bata so we better. Hello and welcome to Maybe Daily. We're here to talk baseball.
4: We're talking softball. Mattingly ain't can
3: It touches everyone. It's America's pastime, but it's the world's annoyance. It's finally here, Mace. It's only taken 162 games in 180 days across the land and then the postseason playoffs, and now we can actually start giving a shit about baseball, will we? Probably not. We are sponsored yes. by the good folk at Mint Sports. Get on over to, to mintsports.com.au for all your sporting frivolity needs. We're also mm. sponsored this week by Yudeki Matsui's One Love Onsen. Come on down to Yudeki Matsui's One Love Onsen for all your One Love Onsen needs. What's an onsen?
4: It's like a uh, hot bath, it's like a hot springs, okay. like a big pool, big spa full of... um. Okay. Japanese ingredients that heal the soul. Oh, and you've got to be completely nude when you get in them.
3: I don't doubt that for a second. So. I actually thought it was a typo and you were going to correct me and say, mate, it's Yudeki Matsui's One Love Onesies. Which, by the way, I would also buy and might be Absolutely, the nickname he has boy. for his birthday suit in the onsen. Let us start with a prayer, as always, Mason. Yes, Let mate. Us mm-hmm. Let us pray. Let us pray that we get to spit all of our... Chewing tobacco out by the time this recording ends. (laughs) Let us pray that the Major League Baseballers enjoy their off-season. Hopefully they get reacquainted with their families. Hello, son. It's me, your TV dad. (laughs) And let us pray that after 182 games and an entire off-season... And a postseason. Oh we don't get further delayed by any rain interruptions.
5: <laughs>
3: In the name of. <laughs> In the name of Doc. Doc Ellis, Ellis. One of the greats. Bob, Bob Yuka. Yuka. Just a little outside. Your man, Wally. Wally Backman. That a And Enrico Palazzo. Palazzo. For the naked gun fans out there. Ah.
4: Bullpen. Bullpen. Very good. Very
3: good, mate. Very so let's get stuck one. straight into it, mate. Wow. Let's get stuck straight into baseball. And it is the World Series. Probably the most arrogant Bullpen. title in sport. The World Series.
4: <laughs> so it's a series just about the world. Well, you got
3: the Yankees versus the Mets, have you? Oh, yeah. Vying for the World Series. Where are they from? New York. Where else? New York. Oh, what a wonderful town! Make a song about it, crikey! This year it's going to be duked out by the Texas Rangers and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Hey, quick wow. question, mateo. Yes. I'm going to be quizzing you a lot throughout this episode, okay? Yes. Yes. Arizona Diamondbacks. Why are they called the Diamondbacks? Is it the snake? Is it the s- mate snake? I was going to give the you a multiple backs. choice, but I don't need to. You got it in one. Well done, mate. <laughs>
4: Weren't Minnesota called Minnesota Indians or something? Minnesota Twins or Minnesota something Indian? They're
3: still the Minnesota Twins. Why are they called the Minnesota Twins?
4: Don't know. Why is that? Mm. Why are they t- ooh, two twins? Two Indians. Do you want me to
3: give you uh, give me some options?
4: Yeah, give me some options. Yeah, give me some
3: twins. The Minnesota Twins used Was it named to after be after called the
4: Schwarzenegger uh, Devito movie.
3: Hundred percent. The film Twins was actually shot in Minnesota. Don't know if <laughs> you remember the film in at all. The room when they pitched that. What about Twins, guys? And it was like the year it came out. This thing will never get old. I'm telling you. Has Kevin Spacey got new films coming out? Let's do it. Nah, it's uh yeah. So it was uh, Minnesota was the the main set for the film Twins. Uh, they were known originally as the Tomahawks, but they got woke poked out of that. So they. Actually, named themselves after two brothers, the Grady twins, that used to play for them. One went on to manage for them. Oh, it is the twin thing. Mm, no, I just made that up. The Grady oh, twins know. are actually in the shining.
4: I <laughs> was so uh, I was like all in. I'm like wow.
3: Yeah. No, it is. It's derived from the Twin Cities, popular nickname for uh, for Minneapolis and Saint Paul. I prefer the other options personally, but oh, hey, what are you gonna do? Yeah. We're going to learn a lot today. We're going to learn a lot and we're going to forget even more, mate. So, I don't know if you've been following the World Series at all, but uh, it's kicking off and the Diamondbacks and the Rangers are going to be going at it. And do you want a bit, want a bit of a, a brief history of baseball as in like a 20-second recap? Do I?
4: Okay. Yeah, I want to know the origins okay. of this boring game. Please enlighten me. So, it's America's... The boring start.
3: Yeah. All right. I reckon they do it in their sleep they spit in their sleep with tobacco. <laughs> They've got a little spittoon next to their bed. <laughs> they hit the spittoon snooze. <laughs> uh, give me two more minutes, would you, Dale? My
4: dying wish. <laughs> my dying wish. <laughs> <laughs> spitilosis. I'm sorry. Your husband is dying of spitilosis. Your
3: husband is a baseball player and, uh, you know, like NFL players get CTE, concussion. CTE. These guys just get spitibifida. I'm afraid he's got spit of bifida. What's he need? An iron lung? No, he's actually going to need a sneeze guard. I'm sorry. Like the ones at Sizzler over the salad bar? No, so it actually began in the 1700s in England. A little game called Rounders. Thanks, America. What have you ever oh. done for us? It then turned to something they called town ball in the US because it would often take place with town meeting hall days. So they'd sit in the park. But the real thing, you know, that kicked it off, Mace. Yeah. The US Civil War is when it was sort of vying for popularity with cricket, of all things, because the Poms had taken everything oh, over right. there. The Civil War, when was that? 1860s? I don't know. Around then? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I believe the Civil yeah. War was the 1860s. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Fair question. Hey. Over under proper.
6: Over under proper rated. 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 Proper under proper rated. Over under proper rated. Over under proper rated. Over under proper rated. Proper under proper rated. Over under proper rated.
3: Over, under, proper. Civil wars. Civil. You're going to declare war? Go outside the fence. <laughs> We're going to war. Oh, okay. Who are we, who are we fighting? Us. Okay. We're <laughs> chance, I guess. Way overrated. Civil wars. Get together, guys. Anyway, during wartime, yeah. when they had a bit of downtime in war, they'd say, right, let's have a hit of cricket. And they go, no, nah, I've seen it. It goes for five days and you kind of need a flat surface. And when shit's blowing up around you, there's no deck, Right.
5: So they'd say, well, we got that stick and we
3: got some lumps of clay. Lob that at me. We'll have a hit of rounders. So basically, from the Civil War onwards, because you didn't have to create and curate a pitch, the reason cricket isn't as popular in the US as baseball is effectively down to the war. So they're right, Mace. War is hell. (laughs) And that's the history of baseball. Boring as TED Talk ever. Juicing balls hard. (laughs) Hardest juice balls ever. We're going to go see
4: Michael Jordan talk about his first few years in the NBA or should we go see this guy talking about the Civil War and the origins of baseball? Mm.
3: Do you want to hear from someone who doesn't know what he's talking about <laughs> on a topic he's not interested in? Do I? That would be amazing TED talk. <laughs> you just draw it out of a hat though when you get there and it's like, okay, we've got Sonny, is he here? Yep. We're going to get him to talk about baseball and... Here's the kicker. <laughs> Must involve the US Civil War. <laughs> have the floor. Saddest thing I've ever <laughs> Well-known fact, no one gave a shit about that. Have you ever been to a live game, Mace? you ever been to baseball? I have been,
4: mate. I've been to two. I've been to a Yankees game.
3: Wow. In New York, New York? In a
4: New York, New York Yankees game. I'm walking game. here. I'm walking And I've been here. to a New York Mets game out at their home ground, which was incredible home ground. Gee.
3: Foot in both camps. There, it was one of those
4: mid-season games, of, uh, like the 400 games that they play. It just felt yeah. meaningless
3: when I was there. Oh, really? Shock horror. Does it really
4: <laughs> matter who wins? Well, this?
3: you saw one of the 162 <laughs> games, and it didn't quite have much weight to it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We lasted four innings, and we oh, You didn't even watch get the it. Hell out of here. <laughs> no, I didn't watch all of it. Beat <laughs> the traffic.
4: And I thought, well, there's some issues with this game. There's some real issues with this game, and I've got plenty of ideas how to fix it.
3: Yeah, okay. Well, for everyone listening who thinks that we do zero research, we sit down and just talk rubbish, that couldn't be further from the truth. Last (laughs) night, I spent a solid two hours researching today. Sure, all of it involved watching Major League for the 45th time, but I don't regret a second of it. So we will have some categories. We'll talk about the positives, the negatives, and how we're going to fix the game. I'm going to quiz you, Mace. We're going to talk about pop culture and baseball. Please. I went to a game, and I also didn't stick it out because I was on the way to the airport in Canada. Sure. And I thought, oh, I've got to get to to a game. So I went and saw a game in Toronto. I kind of dug it. Did you? Like cricket, sort of in the sun, heckling. They can't move. Like if you're giving someone grief at fine leg, every second over they're bowling or doing something else. This douche is there all Avo.
4: Oh, Douche douche City. Is it a classic sport to watch on television? Like, is it better to watch on TV or is it probably equivalent being there live? Because, see, I watch cricket and love watching cricket on TV, but you would rather go and watch the
3: game. I always want to go because you can see the field and you can see the nuances of things like cricket. Baseball, you kind of know where they're standing. It says it in the title. (laughs) Left field. Oh, where is he? Uh No spoilers. It's on that left side of the field. uh, My main memory, because I I did everything. I was like, I'm getting a massive beer. I'm getting a hot dog. I'm getting all the rest of it. Went with good friend of the pod, Josh O'Keefe. I was tops off, you know, lathering up, pouring beer on the chest to help facilitate the tanning process, as one is wont to do. And (laughs) the security came up and threatened to kick me out. Because I was tops off I was like calm down I don't have that bad a rig And then once (laughs) I pushed them on it A bit further They said yeah We've actually got A no nipple policy (laughs) Exact words (laughs) No nipple. So one of the girls 100% I said oh no dramas And I said (laughs) to one of the girls with Any danger I could borrow your bra I'll just kick about in a bra Let's test this No nipple policy Anyone got any tassels And uh, they didn't take kindly to that, nor did she, because it would mean her going the Sue Ellen Miski sort of uh, tops off variety. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. It was enjoyable, though. I did like it. Yeah,
4: it's your kind of bag, the old baseball. It's very, very stat-driven,
3: which you love. Well, let's get into some of those things. Sure. You think I'm stat-driven. I couldn't be nerdier. <laughs> I'm pretty strong on word nerd. The <laughs> idioms in baseball. Oh, yeah. I think it's got the most idioms of all sports. Maybe boxing might have more, maybe golf. So the amount of baseball jargon that is in everyday life is pretty crazy. I mean, we've touched on some of the sexual stuff, the rounding of bases and, you know, striking out with someone. (laughs) That's pretty huge. You know what I'd love is like a hard-boiled detective, like a Philip Marlowe style, Mm. who only speaks in (laughs) baseball idioms. Oh, a bit of a noir. Yeah. Film noir.
5: I'd spent last night spitting tobacco with a murderers row of screwballs, and had struck out with some dame who was riding my wheelhouse. Right off the bat, I knew today was a whole new ballgame. It was game day, and I'd awoken to find the office mirror staring back through me with a face like a catcher's mitt that had been left out in the sun all summer. I had a hangover that refused to play ball, and it wouldn't be taking a rain check anytime soon. I'd heard she only wanted to touch base, but I'd covered my bases and had another gumshoe pinch hit some reconnaissance for me. He was a rookie, no heavy hitter, but he seemed on the ball and I got him for a steal. So I threw the kid a softball and told him to step up to the mound and wait for my signal. The baby doll had lost him on the seventh inning stretch. The rook had thrown a no-hitter, he never stood a chance then, she entered, catching me off base. Her legs were as long as a baseball season. She had a face that could hit it out of the park, And hips. Hips that already had me mentally rounding third base. (laughs) And you better believe Coach was signaling for me to slide on into home. Yeah, she was out of my league, alright. But it was time to go up to the big leagues and take a swing. So I stepped up to the plate, and I swung for the fences. Now broads like this, they can be real rocks or diamonds, Hitting and miss. And I admit, I hadn't exactly been hitting a thousand with the Phillies of late. So I tried delivering a fastball, but out of left field, she threw me a curveball. Apparently, this pastime was gonna cost me. After much grandstanding and spitballing fantasies, I eventually asked for a ballpark figure. Me, the pitcher. Her, the catcher. But she was playing hardball. Time to bring in a closer and attempt a triple play. I brought the rookie back in as a relief pitcher. But to my dismay, these ballplayers simply gave each other the signal and started swapping spit. This ace hadn't lost her at all. He was a real player, the cheeky knuckleballer son of a gun had rounded all bases and nudged up a grand slam before I could even play ball. <laughs> you win this time, Rook, but there's 161 more to go, slugger.
4: most americana over the top like a home run yeah has about 400 fucking nicknames for it
3: oh mate don't step on the quiz was that one of the questions oh it's a big running theme in the quiz don't you worry about that
4: (laughs) has anyone ever said to you after having sex with someone i've rounded all bases and come home with the home run has anyone used a baseball term sexually to you In person? Yeah,
3: and that was actually (laughs) verbatim. That was exactly how they did it. Great pillow talk. How was that for you? Was that good? Yes, I have rounded all bases and come home. Uh, Okay.
1: First base, second base, third base, home.
3: Nah, but I've definitely heard news... Going to second base or first base or whatever, you only got to first. Of course, yeah, that's that's true. That's a
4: good point. That's a really good point. We have used so
3: some other terms in life. Something's in your wheelhouse, that's from baseball. Mm. Your wheelhouse is it really? So, in the 1950s, baseball writers and announcers started describing the the strike zone Mm. where they wheel their bat through that's like their wheelhouse, Mm. like that's the only area they can hit it. Uh, A rain check. Some people think that's from baseball because they have to, oh, we're not, we can't play today, it's raining, take a rain check. Murderer's Row, you know, the phrase oh, like Murderer's that. Row. Oh, yeah, love that. I think it's derived from the New York prison system because there was this section in the prison that was reserved for only the most dastardly of criminals, and that was your Murderer's Row. But mm. it was popularised in 1927. The Yankees were labelled a Murderer's Row. That was like Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. All those guys. All those guys. I love
4: everyone yeah. and, the, and Luke Ge- the only reason I know
3: Lou Gehrig <laughs> is because he died from Lou Gehrig's disease. Lou
4: Gehrig's disease.
3: Their legacy. <laughs> it's like a Hall of Famer. Maybe you don't name <laughs> me after the thing that killed me. I've oh, got Mason Tumain disease, have you? Oh, yeah. What was he known for? Well, dying um, and of that thing named after him. Jeez, that's bad luck, isn't it? That old Bill Hicks bit about Jesus coming back to see everyone wearing a cross. Yeah, no thanks. He doesn't want to see it Cross. Lou <laughs> Gary comes back. Does everyone remember me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. we got an old disease named after you, mate. <laughs> Spilling.
4: It's a real kicking the dick, isn't it? On the way <laughs> out. We're going to name this after you, mate. All the pain you're in. Oh, you can't breathe, can you?
3: Oh, no, it's already got a name. It's already got a name. <laughs> nah, we reckon this is catchier. Man, I used to bat at about 480. I was in a murderer's row. No, mate, you're a disease. (laughs) So harsh. So harsh. So harsh. When you say murderer's row, we hear the term all the time. But what does it mean?
4: Well, it's Lou Gehrig, 47 home runs. Lou Gehrig
6: hitting behind Babe Ruth, hits 175
2: RBIs. Lou Gehrig's disease. You ever think what a coincidence it is that Lou Gehrig died of Lou Gehrig's disease? <laughs> you're going to make that same stupid joke every time that comes up? Sorry. There's a man lying dead over there.
3: What about the sport itself, yeah. mate? It, obviously some oh. odd, frustrating things for you. I, I, I get the feeling I'm going to have to bring the positivity on baseball this episode. because. Listen, if you're onto the dictionary, the meaning of baseball, right? Okay, so hang on. Firstly, I'm writing into a dictionary or I'm writing a letter to the dictionary. What's happening here? Do you mean if I Google it or if I literally write it in myself? Oh, there's not enough room under baseball. Just write it in yourself. Laziest dictionary ever. Step it up, Webster.
4: When you phone Webster and get into the dictionary department. Yeah,
3: is that Webster? Yeah, mate. Yeah. I'm just hoping to crowbar in a definition. Oh, you do? Oh, no. It turns out they've already got them. It's the dictionary. He's got it covered. (laughs) The meaning of
4: baseball, a ball game played. Uh (laughs) That is the worst way to speak. A ball game played between two teams of nine on a diamond-shaped circuit of four bases. Uh It is played chiefly as a warm weather sport in the US and Canada. Chiefly. Now,
3: fair sleep medicine, the old dictionary. Fucking drifting <laughs> off. Did they forget
4: the sentence at the end of that? That is extremely fucking boring. That's what <laughs> needs to be added.
3: I think Jesus they got that across Christ. with the scripture, to be honest with you. Did they get that across? There's just
4: so much standing around.
3: Yeah, it's a pastime. It's a game, not a sport. Yeah. You look at the, the dugouts.
4: How's all their lower backs?
3: They've been standing <laughs> there for five hours. The good news is when it finishes... Their back's fine because all they got to do is get on a plane and go do it again every day for 180 days. <laughs> well, the other problem is
4: they're all standing. Mm. Spitting. Who wants to see an 80-year-old man stand? They're all 80, all the coaches. Why are they all Florida retirees, every single one of them, <laughs> constantly standing there yeah. with bad spines? And then they have the gall to want to punch on. They find this oh. energy when something goes wrong.
3: Let's We've got a lot just, to unpack here.
4: What is... There's 30 men standing. I
2: don't understand <laughs> it. Sit standing
4: room down. only.
3: Sit down. Hey. down. Yes. little bit of trivia. That's why it's yeah. called the bullpen out in the pitching area. Because back mm. in the day, if you were late mm. to the game, you'd have to go in the standing room only. So you get herded in like cattle. And that section up the back oh, where wow. people would stand, they'd say, hey, that's the bullpen. <laughs> no, Biggie. Oh, really, I'm just teaching of, you some there's things. There's a lot
4: of that. Old school, like, meaning to all the... It's great. That's kind of... I'm
3: getting more interested It's been around for go. a few centuries. Oh, I <laughs> think I might come around by the end of this. Yeah, baby! Yeah! I like that. So on the managers... Sure. What's with all the signals? Oh. <laughs> Physical Tourette's. That's
4: ridiculous.
3: How many calls can there be? Oh, so you want me to hit the ball over <laughs> their heads and run around those bases, (laughs) stop touching yourself.
4: Do you reckon it's like all of them just asking for chairs? That's what they're really doing. We just need chairs, guys. We've been standing for five hours.
3: Mate, we've been standing (laughs) for ages. Everyone just ends with like, they keep patting their bum. keep patting their bum. They want to sit down. It's no good.
4: (laughs) What if you're a bit off with the saying and it comes through with like...
3: What if you sneeze halfway through? Exactly. Steal base and get three hot dogs. What does a coach mean? If I close both my eyes, it means you've got to just get your dick out and run headfirst into shortstop. A chew! It's impossible to sneeze with your eyes open. Don't do it. <laughs> so many signals. If I tuck the bill of my cap like so, yes. it means the signal is a fake. Uh-huh. However, I can take that off by dusting my hands thusly. Got it. If I want you to bunt, I will touch my belt buckle not once, not twice, but thrice. We can stay on the managers because this comes yeah. into play, my biggest beef, and I know there's a bit of a herd it for anyone who's been around me, the uniforms. Oh, you've gone on about this. Guys, 2023, get rid of the big fat leather belts. Let's get some elastic. <laughs> the rope necklaces around the, the pitcher. What is going on here? Are they like Fitbit things? And why why are the managers, the eighty year old blokes with no fucking posture, standing around? Why are they in full playing kit? what do they really need the cleats do they need do they need to be in the hey mate you're not getting called up the only person who could call you up is you and even you're not that stupid to do it you don't need to be in
4: full garb dude that's what they need like a lazy boy couch that's what they should be sitting on with a little coaster in it just sitting there I oh, know they're on full kit ready to go to war
3: it's not good it's not good it's not ready to go to civil war and with the managers yeah. You know when they relieve the pitcher and they walk out to the mound, slow walk out, like, hey, mate, you've had a good... Do we really need that walk? Use the signals. Tell him to get off. Hey, signals, you're off. Real simple signal. See ya. If you see the next pitcher walking into a theme song, that means you're done. Has anyone ever, (laughs) like, what sort of FBI negotiator who used to be a pitcher has negotiated himself to stay on the mound? Has that ever happened? Big slow (laughs) walk out, you've just been hit out of the park. The yeah. manager goes, mate, you've done well, but we're gonna bench you. No, I'm good. I'm feeling good. Oh, I No, no dramas. Yeah, no worries. Maybe they've just got to stretch their legs. They're so tired of standing. That's right. I just came out here because, mate, my back is killing me.
4: Well, the best thing about baseball is that deaf people can play because of the hand signals. Is
3: it the signals? Is that it's
4: right? Acceptability of deaf, deaf, <laughs> deaf people really is. Mm the best thing about and you
3: it. You did accidentally say "death people," and that's where <laughs> Lou Gehrig did. again death comes people. into his own.
4: <laughs> Opportunity for all, Mum. Yeah, talking about uniforms. Yes, I found a little great, great little story about Jason Giambi adding to the uniform. Sorry, who? A very premised. Jason. Who did I say? Jason?
3: No, no, I think you said it right. I just want to know the name. It's a belter,
4: <laughs> Jason Giambi.
3: Oh, full name apparently, Jason <laughs> Giambi. A what? Bam boom. <laughs> Little-known fact:
4: Jason Giambi a what? Bamboo slump buster. <laughs> whenever this is the story, this is the name uh-huh. of it. Jason Giambi a what? Bamboo slump buster. So whenever Jason Giambi is mired in a slump, he has an interesting superstition that he believes help him would help him break out of it. This will be good. Giambi puts on a gold thong whenever he is struggling. A gold g-string. To get the arm moving properly, yes. To try to break out of the slump. Okay. I rate it. I rate it. Do you? The golden thong. I like it.
3: I'd rate it if you wore it on the outside. (laughs) Let everyone know. Hey, this is happening. Uh Superman jocks on the outside style. Not even pants. (laughs) All right, then. Over, under, proper. Yeah. Is an over, under, proper? Yeah. (laughs) I thought you froze.
6: (laughs) Over under proper rated, 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 over under proper rated,
3: over under proper rated. Over under proper? Jockstrap? With a cup? Yeah. Or in cricket, the box? Hmm. And also, which is the worst name? A box or a cup? Because oh. are we really boxing our junk up? And are they drinking out of that afterwards? Or a strap.
4: <laughs> Have you ever worn one? I think the jockstrap, from what I've seen and what I've heard, is overrated. Oh. I think
3: there's a lot of angles to it. You reckon? There's a lot of things happening down there. Or if you had to use the kit box. You ever get that at school? Friday Avo yeah. cricket wear the kit box and share it around. The key there was to wear two (laughs) pairs of undies and slide it in between. No one wants that. No one. Who's cleaning those things? Is there a box cleaner? Yeah, 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 there's a box cleaner. (laughs) Lou Gehrig. How do you think he got it? I think the idea of the jock strap's not too bad. I I think that could be utilised. Like in cricket, when you're wearing a box, you're standing and batting and running up and down. In baseball, I guess you're running around and sliding. Why are you wearing leather belts then if you're so concerned about it? But anyway, that's by the by.
4: I've got a very serious question, which will sound ridiculous, right, with the box.
3: I wouldn't have thought so.
4: Has anyone or yourself, or anyone that you've known, got a boner while wearing a box. What happened? <laughs> what is the next chapter in that story? Oh,
7: I
3: fucking
5: love my cricket.
3: <laughs> I love my... Oh no, it's happened again. Can I just take guard? <laughs> uh, two centres saying something. <clears throat> Jesus. Most people mark it with their spikes, mate. Crikey. <laughs> Uh, it's like you know Like the old Babe Ruth Like pointing to where He's going to hit the, the home run
5: He just <laughs> Turn around and trust it
7: Deep left field <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh
4: shit Oh that's fantastic <laughs> It's golden <laughs> Watch this,
1: Taylor is pointing to the bleachers, he's calling his shot Nobody's done this since Babe Ruth in the 32 World
3: Series You know what, I will endeavour to wear a box and try and get aroused Yeah But I don't think anyone's at the non-striker's end Leaning on their handle going, I'll tell you what This guy's getting a bit of turn out of the rough Great foreplay <laughs> That first slip is pretty cute Swing. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to happen, mate. But, hey, oh, stranger God. things have happened. All right, so <laughs> yeah. let's get into some yeah. other weird oddities of yes. the sport then. Yes. The chewing tobacco. The spitting.
4: Outrageous.
3: Is there any sport on the planet where you just sit there and for six hours chew tobacco? Man,
4: who wants to chew that long? Do you know how much energy that takes up? It's the jaw
3: muscles. Well, they got to do it to stay awake. They think mastication keeps you awake. So you ever hear, like masturbation that puts you to sleep if you're doing it properly <laughs> eating an apple is more effective than a cup of coffee because of the mastication the chewing it gets the synapses going blah 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 so the chewing of gum keeps you awake it gets your brain firing sure and then obviously the tobacco gets you high as a kite you're a professional athlete if <laughs> part of your kit bag is a spittoon you're not really that professional as an athlete are you? <laughs> what do you got mate you got your bats you got your balls you got your gloves Anyone seen my spittoon?
4: Nah. How is that not cancelled? How are they allowed to have that? That should be cancelled by now. I kind of respect that they haven't touched the... The snus.
3: Have you ever had that stuff? That you, don't, you, you put yeah. in that snus?
4: Yeah, Shit. fuck it. it. gives you the yes, biggest you, head
3: spin ever. It does,
4: man. It is wild.
3: I've taken some hard narcotics, and that <laughs> stuff actually sent me more tropper. Maybe I'm doing Very it wrong. Right. Very
4: weird. Very weird. A lot of looking, a lot of staring, a lot of standing. It's just... The bore factor. Uh, just, they're going to die of boredom.
3: Well, the length of the game and the length of the season, like it's Fuck. the longest in terms of days played. I guess golf's all year round, but you're not always playing. I find it weird how there's different rules in the National League to the American League. Like, Hang on. yeah, well, is In one side of the competition, pitchers don't bat. They get someone else to come and hit for them. And the other mm. side, the pitchers rightly have to bat. So the idea is one that I really hate. The designated hitter. Oh, I'm the pitcher. I throw it. I don't hit it. Hey, mate, are you playing? Are you on this team? Pussy boy stuff. Absolute pussy boy. It is pussy Put your boy. big boy pants and loons on. Use the belt. <laughs> have a hit, mate. It does my head in.
4: Absolutely. Oh,
3: no, I'm a bowler, so I'm not going to have a hit. Yeah, you are. You're just not going to be good at it, mate.
4: How do you become a pitcher in life? How do you know you're good? At like, how,
3: what do you mean, fucking? come on, Mace, you, you can do better than that. How do you know? That's why the 100 metres is so great. Because every single person on the planet has gone from one point to another as fast as they can. They can relate to it and be in awe of it. Everyone's thrown something, mate.
7: True.
4: Everyone, what
3: do you mean, how point. do you become a pitcher? But no,
4: but do you know, are you hitting the pole every time with your little rock? And yeah. then you're going, oh, J- Jimmy's got some talent.
3: Mate, I'm 40 and I'm still pinging stuff at <laughs> poles when I walk down the street. Every single day. Every single day.
4: Psychotic. His actual father still throwing things at poles. Just piffing
3: things at poles. Yeah. You know when you got a good arm, mate. You know when you got a good arm.
4: I'm the man who has the ball. I'm the man who can throw it faster than fuck. So that is why I am better than everyone in the world.
6: Kiss my ass and suck my dick. Everyone.
3: What about some of the stats? You mentioned the stats before. Oh. Any game that goes for this long is going to have some pretty ludicrous and detailed stats. But... Jeez, these guys clutch at some straws sometimes. Oh,
4: absolute shinfo. Who
3: cares? Did you see that Mace is actually the third fastest uh, left-handed hitter with freckles on his right <laughs> butt cheek to make the second base eight times in a year, but not more than 12? Um, Who's the commentator? Yeah. Uh, and also... Um,
4: like a character from hey hey or something (laughs) like a character that didn't make it to screen
3: yeah (laughs) you see these stats and it's always like holy shit this guy's a gun is he's made 20 home runs and then you realize oh it was it was into a westerly breeze not a gust he's the first pitcher to have Grain the day before and it made him (laughs) spew up it's like oh what a stat
4: what about these people that are doing the stats—they need to go in the crowd and start hitting up the drunk people, saying, "Oh, it's on his fourth beer, yeah, seventh hot dog. That's right, sixth pretzel. You want you want to stop at
3: the game? I think you do. That's right. I don't think you That's do. That's right. Well, they've got time. Head on out there. Oh. Well, maybe simplify it. How about most home runs hit by someone not jacked up on steroids? Did. <laughs>
4: Do you reckon everyone who's got a long story goes to the baseball to tell the story? Oh, yeah. I like, know whenever someone says, oh, it's a long story, and it's like, we better go to a baseball game. Long
3: story, mate. I wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> start in the first <laughs> inning. That's the other thing I don't get. Seventh inning stretch. Oh, we're nearly there. Seven out of nine. We're nearly finished. We've nearly done it. Yeah, we're just going to have a bit of a breather now. That's cool. <laughs> what is going Sorry, what? on there? What are you talking about? Yeah, no, <laughs> we're going to sing a song. We're going to take a bit of a breath seven out of nine you didn't do it halfway what are we here for what are we here for
4: (laughs) another thing with baseball what's with the wheaties box in american sport excuse me you know famous people go on wheaties box boxes uh okay what's going on there
3: why is that a big
4: moment for sports athletes is it because everyone's
3: still is that is that something that's still big with... Yeah, maybe it's not. But it was such a
4: moment... It had such a moment, though, didn't it? I guess. The old Wheaties box.
3: Do they still put missing people on milk cartons? <laughs> they should be.
4: Great musing. They should be putting something on there. We're great all getting it. musing.
3: Fucking great. And take the piss a bit. If Starsevich isn't on my milk carton after the grand final, because he went missing, <laughs> <laughs> something's wrong with this country.
4: The overall success of the milk carton program was controversial. While it did help raise public awareness, there is not much evidence that proves it significantly increased the number of missing children who were united with their families. Nazi Smith seems to have vanished off the face of the earth.
3: What about the umps? What about these footlocker-wearing bastards? Do they ever actually say the words ball or strike? Or do they just go, (laughs) No! (laughs) Steer! Utah!
4: Do they say anything? They all look like Leslie Nielsen.
3: All of them. They're all Every Enrico Palazzo. <laughs> in a good Every paddock, too, aren't they? Zero athleticism.
4: They love a good, like, little.
3: Bah, bah, hey, mate, bah. just safe. Put your arms out. Not a big. <laughs> <laughs> You're not popping out of a cake in under siege, mate. <laughs> Wasn't that. Oh. Miss July.
4: Oh, imagine that sort of. <laughs>
3: And do the peanut guys in the crowd really, do they, are they, Peanuts, got your butter. Is that a thing?
4: <laughs> it's still a thing. And I'll tell you what I've found. In my 22 minutes of research, I found the history of the peanuts at the baseball.
3: Hit me now. Who wants peanuts? We got peanuts. Hey, we'll call peanuts. Hey, 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 hey. Good. hey, peanuts, we got peanuts. Need some peanuts? Hands
4: up. This is the history of the peanuts at baseball, Sonny. Yeah. Began in 1895 when pioneering ballpark concessioner. Harry Stevens decided to sell advertising space on scorecards to a peanut company. Instead of financial payment, the company paid him in peanuts, which Stevens then sell to the ballpark. So
3: they literally paid this bloke in peanuts? (laughs) They did! That's where it's come from. And then he (laughs) made profit off it by selling those peanuts.
4: Genius. Genius. Is
3: it? Why not just say, I reckon... I reckon we'll make maybe twenty, thirty grand maximum off the peanuts. I mean that's a lot of work and we gotta employ staff and we gotta make sure the peanuts are up to snuff and maybe we gotta clean up. Do you wanna just give me ten grand and you can advertise on the scorecard? I don't know if it's genius. Just, that's a word that gets thrown around a bit, Mace. So it's a little bit little bit Hey Edison, hey Einstein, hey bloke who got paid in peanuts. Yeah. Real Mount Rushmore Oh what did this guy do Oh mate He created the theory of relativity Oh wow What about this one Electricity Whoa What's going on What about this bloke Oh Harry Stevens He got a deal done Where instead of Hard cash And currency They gave him nuts (laughs) Peanuts
4: You've made your point What
3: a genius
4: Good point Good point Sonny Sorry (laughs) Sorry
2: If only I could think of an invention, something that would really make money. This invention of
1: yours has made us all rich, especially you. Uh, Could I just get a look at that? No, no, I would. You need to see it. You're the genius who invented the product in question.
5: Oh, $20. I
3: wanted a peanut. $20 can buy many peanuts. Explain how. Money can be exchanged for goods and services. You know what's shit about baseball? Yeah. It's one of the least accessible sports going around for something that's on every day. There's no highlights. The MLB own the rights to every single broadcast they've ever done. Go on YouTube. Try and watch yesterday's highlights. You're kidding. Not going to happen. There's nothing on YouTube. There's nothing. What's going on there?
5: Everything is written and authorised by the Major League Baseball Corporation. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> At the end
3: of every single thing, they've got one of those reads. That's
5: bizarre.
3: There's nothing to get from it. They're shooting themselves in the bloody cleats. I'll
4: tell you why. Because there are no fucking highlights.
0: <laughs> Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or account of this game without the express written consent of Major League Baseball, is prohibited.
4: Got a little little thing that I found on the World Wide Web. This would be good. A Japanese interpretation of baseball.
3: They love it in Japan. Love it. Oh,
4: huge. Bottle top baseball. I'm listening. Where they pitch with a bottle top. Love it. Love so it. It's an indoor sport in Japan. Do you and flick it? Top, do you do that bottle, bottle yeah. cap flick? You do the flick and it's basically got the curve the the curve on this thing. I like it. Is outstanding. Really? It's a real stoner stuck in a room kind of COVID game. I guess it would must have been birthed in COVID. In one of the wet markets. The visuals are fantastic. The way they get the torque into, into the top the bottle top, it's fucking fantastic. Absolutely fantastic.
3: That is good. Oh, oh bottle top. Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs>
4: Okay, they're always doing that in the game shows.
3: Oh, what acting excited in their native <laughs> tongue? Yeah, that's that's what they're doing. Do you reckon they're over there now going like <laughs> imitating fucking Daryl Summers? <laughs> oh, he's so into Pluck a Duck, isn't he? That bloke. Yeah, it's his accent and he's animated. He's a TV host. <laughs> the visual of a Japanese bloke imitating Daryl Summers. I know Japan and Korea aren't the same thing. I know they're not the same thing. I missed the sentence. I'm just proud of myself. Good for you. I found it out yesterday.
5: <laughs>
3: Left field over under proper. Left field. term from baseball. The best, left field over under proper. Fantastic.
6: Over under proper rated. 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 under proper Over under proper under proper rated. Over under proper rated. Over under proper rated.
5: Over proper.
3: under proper rated. Yeah, North Korea, <laughs> overrated, underrated, <laughs> properly rated. Yeah, shit. Um... And I know I will preface this. I know that geopolitics probably isn't our strong suit, <laughs> uh, and no, I don't really know what our strong suit is.
4: Absolutely not. Now, listen, that's really funny that you brought up North Korea because I have a good mate, friend of the pod, DT. Oh,
3: thank God! I thought you were going to say Kim. Someone. <laughs> I've got a really good friend of the pod, uh, Dennis Rodman. <laughs>
4: Now, his father actually went for... to Because he was interested in see what the life is like in North Korea. He went to North Korea. Okay. And actually stayed there. He's a bit of an eccentric fellow. He just was like, you know what? I'm going to North Korea. Fuck it. Mm, fair you to it. You are basically chauffeured around. You are not allowed, basically, to go out and explore the land.
3: Yeah, because it's a prison camp.
4: Absolutely. freaking lutely and he said it was very strange. So
3: they've got shop front windows that are fake. So you walk past and you're like, look at all the shops. Isn't that nice? It's like, at the start of Get Smart. You just pull one of the bloody jars of Nutella down and the whole thing revolves. They've got the key cutter and the shoe fixer. Yeah, they've got key cutting and shoes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so is North Korea... I, I think it's properly rated. It's properly rated. I think everyone knows how fucked it is. I think I might land there too. But I, I think if you live there, it's underrated. I think it is like you're in the regime. You're in trouble. Sure. Idiots like your mate's dad think, well, oh, I might go check it out. It's like, cool. <laughs> go and revel in someone's misery, dude. Like yeah, I'm curious yeah, as well, is. but maybe not. But I think <laughs> on a world scale, you know, Russia invading Ukraine, the Middle East is always popping off. Those guys are threats. I reckon internationally, I don't want to get us in hot water here at Mint Sports and maybe daily, but <laughs> North Korea... Overrated. Really? Oh, Kim's testing missiles again! Okay. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) A week later, it's like, oh, he's hanging out with Dennis Rodman, is he? I'm quaking in my boots. Maybe they're properly rated. (laughs) Anyway, what were we talking about? Baseball.
4: (laughs) Real left field there.
3: Yeah, it was. Hey, I took a swing. I stepped up to the plate and took a swing. It's our fantasy baseball draft. We said no wives.
8: Your fantasy what?
3: It's our draft fantasy baseball.
2: I, I told you all about this. Got Matsui. Konnichiwa. The first of its kind. A co-ed sin. No separation between man and woman. Genitalia is just an Opinion. Place your balls in the deep, warm water with healing salts simmering through your soul. Hello, I am Hideki, Hideki Matsui. The only way I dominated in the MLB is by soothing the agates and my tiny dinner in the sensual Japanese famous onsens. Get those foul balls in here and get them cleansed. I want to bring all people together, a one love onsen for all to prosper together. Hideki Matsui a one love on sin. We are all together
3: at
7: last.
3: Let's talk about some of the good things because we talked about the ludicrous stats. I do love the stats. I think one of the best things in sport, Mace, sure. in all of sport. Sure. The ball gets hit into the crowd. And you get to keep it.
4: Yeah, that's fantastic. That is amazing. Yeah, they're not going, hey, give it
3: back. Give it back. The best. Give it back. The best. Hey, Hey, you. When your fourth hot dog, give it back. Why aren't we doing that in most sports? In the rugby league, in the NRL grand final, they did the same thing. So for a one-off in the grand final, when the ball went into the crowd, you got to keep it from a conversion or a kick or whatever interesting they also just by the by here had a big presentation at the start of the game this is a special ball that's traveled the length and breadth of the country and it's going to go to las vegas and we're going global it's like yeah cool and then 10 <laughs> minutes later cleary kicked it into the crowd and they're like and everyone gets to keep the ball I'm Like, well, don't use that one I sort of dressed it up a bit yeah, that is one of the great yeah i, like that I don't too. think it would work here you just get grizzled old blokes bashing the shit out of 12 year old girls for the footy <laughs> yeah. that's a sharon give it to me how could it oh, be if you yeah, went to the yeah. footy and every time it went in, you got to keep it? Oh. Any time it went over the rope, out in the full, bang, new Sharon. Jeez,
4: that's a good point.
3: Like they can afford it, the AFL. Let's just get heaps of Sharons going around the grounds. Local footy. We have a big carnival out in, the, out in the country. All of a sudden, heaps of kids have got lots of footies. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Grassroots. Buzzwords. Schools. <laughs> Freedom. Freedom. I like that yeah. you can't kill the clock. It's a very long game, but you have to play it out.
4: That's, a gr- that's very good. That's really good. You're not, you don't have to clock manage. It's
3: one of the only games where you are aggressive in defense. You don't get up 2-0 and park the bus. You still have to keep getting batters out. Yes. You've got to stop scoring. The defensive team has the ball. It's rare that the defensive team has the ball. In any sport, really.
4: Great point.
3: I mean, you could kind of argue that both teams are the aggressive teams, really, because you can't kill the clock. You need 27 outs before this finishes. Even in cricket, like T20, there's a shot clock of sorts because it's the overs. Sure. The overs end after 20. That's it. The innings end after nine in baseball, but they don't end until those three outs. Mm. So I do like that you can't kill the clock. Yeah, I love that. That is really
4: good. I'm coming around coming Coming around around. here we come so you're saying there's a
3: chance (laughs) (laughs) like all sports i like the individual element in a team sport yes so i had a stinker i didn't hit anything i dropped a catch how'd you go Mm. we just won Mm. the world series awesome Mm. Mm. conversely the arrogant way of looking at it and anyone who's ever played cricket has had 10 of these blokes in their team before how was today Mm. awesome Awesome. I made 50 and took two wickets. Oh, Mint, how'd the team go? Oh, we lost on the last ball. Yeah, we're out of finals. It's like, mate, team first. (laughs) But I do like that.
4: Yeah, yes.
3: Anything you like about it? Because I've got a few. Um, I like that they punch
4: on. Mm. Like Like they let that happen. Like they go all in on that shit.
3: And you know what I like about it? Yeah. There's a term for it. Clearing the benches. Yeah, I love that. Let's go. Let's
4: clear the benches, baby. It's so dramatic. The stages of the fight are amazing.
3: You know because there's he's a hesitation. Like, oh, it's fuck. a little bit like a microcosm oh, of high school Yeah, where it's a windy day and you're like, oh, there's a punch on at lunch for sure today. <laughs> <laughs> Nugget's going to punch on with beef for oh, sure. But it's sure. that in a nanosecond of like, are they going to throw down? Yeah, they are. And one bench goes up. You've got to all go in. It's basically a subtle movement
4: makes everyone go. The pitcher will hit the batter. little twitch. And then there'll be a quiet little Mexican standoff. Mm-hmm. And then they'll lower the bat. And as, as you lower the bat, it's go time. It's go time.
3: It's the best. So there'll be a loose pitch that goes to the outside of the bat, and it's a ball, right? Clearly you didn't mean to throw it there. Sure. But it goes the other way and clips them on the shoulder, and oh. it's like, right 30 blokes are going to bash you now. <laughs> That's all it takes. It's so good. Pointless. And then they get ejected, and there's <laughs> tantrums. It's the best.
4: the best. The pitchers are always dweeby, I reckon. They always look a bit pathetic. They just throw it and then stand there like that. And the bat—the
3: batsman's got a bat in his hand. Well, that's why they clear the bench, I reckon. So they're like, shit, we better protect that bloke who threw it. So we all have to run out in time to stop it.
4: I love it. I love it. The bat, that's probably my favourite part of it at the moment because I think it's boring as batshit. But the the brawling, mm. the brawling is enthralling. And I'll tell you what, I love a playoff game. In baseball,
3: game seven's the best two words in sport. So if they have yeah. those, and it's again, Fantastic you can't ball. kill the clock. Hey, we're can't down five nil. Last innings, bang, someone gets six.
4: Probably the greatest thing of how of the pace of it baseball can turn. in a game seven. The pace that's where that game is at its heightened drama. And
3: it's also the history of it. So afterwards, you go, oh, that Bunkner bobble, that that drop ball, that catch, that hit. There's always one thing that it turns Classic on.
4: Bunkner bobble. Fucking bunk no bobble. Bunk
3: no bubble, mate. Couple of other things I like. I like the individual ballparks. So you know, you got the Ivy on one, you got water on the other, people out in boats trying to catch the loose foul balls. Amazing. That's all yeah, that's incredible. Love that. <laughs> I like I'm equating it a lot to cricket, but sure. I think that's pretty natural as an Aussie. I love the sounds of baseball in the background. Yeah. It's quiet. There's chirping. It's sort of a Sunday arvo. Put it on the radio we are having a barbecue yes. sort of sound. Yes. And is there any better sound than a crack of the ball off the bat? It's one it of the great sounds of all time. Sound. Like fantastic cricket in sound. summer, you know.
4: Absolutely fantastic.
3: And there's not too much blasting of tunes, you know, like the NBA or the, the NFL where they over-celebrate doing their job.
4: Oh,
3: trust your sport.
4: Trust your sport. Trust your sport. Don't
3: celebrate for making a tackle when there's nine of you there to make oh. the tackle, NFL. Exactly. Can you imagine if a guy in the outfield took a catch and then they celebrated every time like they do in the NFL? Just whooping and hooping.
4: <laughs> flexing <laughs> and, <laughs> and yeah,
7: wow. It's
3: like, mate, how about no? Don't get me started.
2: Come on, Dorn, get in front of the
3: damn ball. Don't give me this ole bullshit. Number one thing I like, though, before we get off the positives. Sure. One of the best things in sport, and we probably don't even realise it because it's pretty commonplace, Home runs are mint. (laughs) They are mint. Home runs are mint. You get the combination of nothing's happening, nothing's happening, nothing's happening. Oh, this guy can hit home runs. We better watch. The noise, (laughs) and he knows it before anyone else. It's out of the park. It turns an entire game on its head. You know, you hit a grand slam. That's four of the best. Bang, see you later.
4: Incredible.
3: They're so good, but also that idiom again in life, The term home run gets used for every piece of success. You can never use the term home run in a negative. Like we spoke the other week about words getting misused these days by the next generation. No one's like, oh, man, last night sucked. Yeah, tell me about it. It was a real home run, man. Never going to catch on. (laughs) Never. Ever. Home runs are mint. Never. They are fucking mint. One of the best things in sport, home runs.
4: They are. One of the great ones that I've just realized once you've said that is watching a fielder. take a ball on the bounce and then throw it to that first base it is one of the most Unreal. satisfying it's a sneaky talented sport it's a really bizarre you know they're not doing anything for ages and then out of nowhere you're like holy fuck that guy's like the most athletic dude i've ever seen in my life
3: and they've all got incredible arms on them on that then let's go to our next category sure and i hope you've got something here because you've been beautifully negative on the sport <laughs> how would you improve it how would you change the sport
4: <sighs> well, clearly the ball needs to be on fire.
3: <laughs> That's all I ever get from you, mate. Light the ball on fire. And while I'm on board, mix it up.
4: Clearly it needs to be on fire.
3: Yep, okay. Flaming ball.
4: I need a bit more gladiator mentality. I need a bit more gladiator mentality. I need, like, an opposing fan on each base. So when you get to the base, you have to punch on. With a fan to be on that base
5: like it
3: like it what about as well yeah so the ball's on fire could we cover the bat and the batter with something highly flammable absolutely so when it hits off the bat the bat lights up and they do as well
4: well i need near-death experience to really juice me up
3: and the first base can be replaced with like a tank of water No, you've got to dive in (laughs) (laughs) To extinguish themselves. I like that. I like that. Oh, shit. We're playing the Marlins this week. (laughs) We're more on the fire.
4: I want hot coals between each base. And every batter barefoot. He has to be barefoot running between each thing. Hot coals between each. Each plate. Yep. Running around. Barefoot batting. Coming home. Heels are burnt. That's what I need. I need near death. I
3: like it. I need it. Yeah. On the bare feet, I've been banging on about this for years, and I sure. genuinely think this would make it a far better sport. Sure. No gloves in the outfield.
5: <sighs>
3: Take them off. Let me, i tell you what about a baseball mitt. They're uncomfortable. They're not comfy. They're also, like, you could catch AIDS wanking. Like, mm. they catch everything, those things. Funk, what do you got there? Oh, it's Haley's Comet. How'd you pluck that? Baseball mint. Whatever. Like, they're just, everything is so easy in that thing. There's no jeopardy. There's a ball out there. It's like, this guy just does that and chews his tobacco. (laughs) Thanks for coming. No. I want barehanded under, the scores would be like 45, 43 going into the last. Yeah. And I know that Suki Seppos would be going, oh, mate, you don't understand, you know, your hands and blah, blah, blah. What's your game of cricket, mate? That's you right. You've got seven and a half ounces of stitched leather coming at your face from a yard away. That's right. Calm down. The week is piss. No gloves at all in the outfield. If it's yep. a tie after nine innings, yep. no gloves for anyone. <laughs> no gloves. No gloves for you. <laughs> I also want at all-star weekend. They have the home run competition. They have the all-star game. These guys have got absolute cannons. They got rockets. Sure. I want the longest throw. I want the most oh accurate, longest God. throw. So you got to be like, who can hit a base? Who can hit home plate from the furthest out? That's yeah. what I want to see. I want to see yeah. who's got the best arm in the land yeah. and go everywhere. Yeah. Get a quarterback, get everyone. Yes. I want to see any kid in college yes. who's got a rocket on him, yes. a javelin thrower. I don't care who it is. I will watch that all day long. Put targets up. they got to hit them. The ball's obviously on fire. We know that. Love it. We could do the quickest throw. So third base to first base. Bang, we get the timer on it. Let's see how quick it goes. Maybe a circuit. Yes. So you gotta take a ground ball, whip it into someone, take a catch barehanded. Let's see what these guys have got in terms of skills.
4: They should be able to take steroids before they do the skills challenge and see if they really enhance
3: I think they're on top of it. That should be part of it. I think, I think they're on top of it. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to make changes and improvements. That's Let's not stick to the culture And also More entrance songs Way more I know I said it's good That they don't do All the NBA sort of Tunes all the time But entrance songs please
4: Absolutely Absolutely Coming in Entrance songs Fucking oath Ah Ball
3: Pen Uh, Ah Ball Pen Back well, let's get into something else here, mate. I want to talk about the pop culture aspect because I'm not too sure there's any sport that's permeated pop culture more than baseball. It yes. basically invented trading cards. So baseball cards were the first ones that came out. Everyone's cracked an upper deck box as a youngster. Oh, yeah. It also effectively created fantasy sports because with those baseball cards, you could roll dice and things like that and play you know, oh, go to first base and this, that, and the other. So it's created that. Every single person in the Western world has seen a movie or a reference of baseball on TV. God. Everyone. It's impossible the to father import. and
4: son throwing the ball in the backyard.
3: Mate, we've all had a crack at T-ball. Baseball yes. caps, even if it's not an actual baseball cap, we call them baseball caps, it permeates everyday culture like just about no other sport.
4: I, f- I find it's the perfect, which I hate to say, but baseball in movies works really well. One of those perfect things that
3: gels. It does, and I think it's because of, it's because of the finite nature of it. Sure, one pitch, one hit, it's out. Yes, everything can turn on a dime. So, ah, oh, world's out to get me, but if I great hit this out of the park, we win. Sure. It's storytelling. Sure. It's narrative. That's it takes right. time. That's right. So, in terms of that, let's talk some of the great pop culture references films in particular like i said at the top i researched pretty heavily last night watching major league i've got a lot of major league thoughts (laughs) Mace. i don't know if it's a separate pod but
4: enlighten me me on three of them
3: (laughs) does it still hold up yes in the way that it makes me feel like i'm 12 again so no i love that it doesn't hold up but it holds up in the way that I'm like, oh my God, this is so cool. And it would be embarrassed to show someone now that I think it's cool. It's I'm 12 years old again. I'm a 12 year old boy going, this is the best because it's an awesome premise. There's a ragtag bunch of misfits that have to come dead last but they don't know it. And then they end up excelling.
4: Brilliant, brilliant.
3: So the opening 25 minutes and the last 25 minutes, absolutely hum, they sing. So the first 25 minutes is rounding up the troops, getting the band together. All the phone calls, the arrivals to training, the montages. And, you know, the last 25 is hands down the best extras work in cinematic history. They have an entire (laughs) stadium, and I was watching pretty intently. No one's phoning it in. They're going batshit mental.
4: Amazing.
3: The whole crowd. (laughs) They got the classic people in the bar celebrating stuff. Great tunes throughout it. Tunage galore. We spoke about Bob Uka. The ground announcer in that, <laughs> one of the all-time classic characters. Some of the players, the bloke who plays Harris, mate, you got to watch this. Everyone, I implore you, if you have, I, and it's a perfect putrid come down Sunday night film. Put it on at about six o'clock. Get the kids to bed. Have yourself a gummy. Crack a bottle of red. <laughs> You will not be disappointed. Here are some characters. Dawn is underrated. The bloke who plays Harris is so old. He is so old. It's unbelievable. His eyes are barely open. Mate, he is a wraith. He is no good, that bloke. Sheen can clearly throw. Like, it wouldn't work if he was a spud. He can? He can throw? Yeah, man. Yeah, wow. Snipes is clearly an athlete. And some of the fans, the group of fans, there's one bit where it gets hit out of the park. It's a home run from the opposition. And as it's off the bat, he goes, too
5: high, too
3: high. You hear it and I'm laughing going like, what an idiot, too high. Pretty funny. You're like, that's what you want. <laughs> yeah. And then that's the next five minutes, he just keeps cutting back to his mates going like, what does that even mean, too high? What do you mean? <laughs> and he's like, the trajectory. But you know what, mate? Incredible. It's got a phrase frame ending that's perfect. It's got the logo, the baseball with the rat's tail and the sunnies and the mohawk. It's unbelievable. The Berenger character, we've got to talk about this bloke. I think I've mentioned him before, Jake. He's a straight-up stalker. He's a straight-up stalker. I made some notes. He's <laughs> really got to you. Oh, it, it does made him. In. Love interest. <laughs> he's, he's got the love interest story with Russo, Rene Russo. So this is his ex-wife that wants nothing to do with him. Okay, good start. He sees her at a restaurant with her now fiancé. Yes. He calls her from the restaurant and awkwardly rocks up in front of her and the fiancé. He demands to get her number and then tells her, hey, I'm going to be around. Okay, not too creepy. Person I don't want in my life anymore. Next time we see the two of them, he's calling her and it's a fake number. So she's giving him a fake one because she's got a fiancé. Clearly not interested, dude. Time to move on. He then finds out where she works at a local library. So obviously you go to where she works, that's all good stalker moves because they can't leave. That's always a great move. Can't exit, getting paid to be here. She tells him, quote, books are my life now. Okay. He queries it, not knowing he's a stalker she doesn't want to be involved with. He says, are you still sore? I didn't read Moby Dick. Then he waits in a car and tails her home. He drives all the way after her. She pulls up out the front of what he thinks is her house. Her personalised licence plate, by the way, just in case we didn't get the fact that books are her life now, her personalised licence plate is read.
4: No, I was going to say that as a joke. It's not read. (laughs) R-E-A-D.
3: Read. So they're self-aware and they're self-referential, but it's not quite done well enough. So he goes up to her place and he's like, nah, he's come to his senses, you think, finally. He goes away. He goes to a bar. It's not even a bar. It's like a diner or a cafe scenario. <laughs> Slams a few stubbies and he thinks, yeah, you know what? She wants it. So he heads back there. <laughs> enters the house. It's not her house. He implies to everyone there that he's going to spend retirement rooting her and having kids who end up Olympians. Alpha much. <laughs> Next time, he sees her at a game in the crowd. Sure. She's watching a game of baseball. Right? There's not much to do. Books of her life. But... Clearly, that must mean she's banging up for some more stalking. So he takes the bullpen car, breaks in. That's his second B&E. Not cool. Sure. She takes it remarkably well, by the way. <laughs> she tells him, hey, I've come back to you too many times in the past. It's it's not going to happen. He's a scumbag. He used to root around. She can't do it again. Have you read Moby Dick yet? <laughs> he then physically puts her into a corner and pashes her until they end up running. So who says romance is dead? Later, he lets himself into her apartment again. That's the three-peat on the B&E's. <laughs> It's empty. Oh, that's right. She's moved in with her fiancé. Remember him, Berenger? And then the very last scene of the film, he sees her at the end of the game. She's in the crowd. She's got no engagement ring on her finger. And they live happily ever after. So, Unbelievable. Stalking works.
4: Read. Tipping away. Read. <laughs> Just keep at it. That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm seeing the message in that movie is keep at it keep working you'll get what you
5: want in the end not cool not cool (laughs) that's my wife
0: (laughs) does she know that i mean she would have been if i hadn't messed it up who's that guy she's with well then it's jake
7: jake taylor
6: Uh
7: huh. how'd you know i was here
0: uh just a hunch
2: i gotta get back
0: wait a minute Uh, i need your number i tried calling you at home but you're not listed just give me the number i don't think that's a good idea i'm not leaving till you give me your number i'm back i can be around jake you shouldn't come
6: here i was wondering why you'd give an old friend a bum phone number
5: told you i don't think it's a good idea that we see each other why not books are my life now you're still sore i never read moby dick tom and i are getting married in the fall Oh,
0: God, Lynn, that's crazy. I had plans for us.
7: Plans? Yeah. How can you say stuff like that?
6: I thought I'd go to Hawaii, have a couple of kids who grow up to be Olympic champions. <laughs> in a, what event? Swimming. A 200-meter individual medley. You used to be an athlete, didn't you, Lynn?
8: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did you do? 200-meter individual medley.
0: Whose place are we at this time?
8: Mine. Did you follow me again?
0: I spotted you in the stands figured you wanted to see me about something
7: i've come back to you so many times jake i can't afford to believe you anymore what's all this i'm moving in with tom
3: stay away from her suck my dick what are some other classic pop culture ones for you
4: mate there are amazing one the sandlot kids rookie of the year A League of Their Own, Field of Dreams, Moneyball, and my favourite, Basketball, Ah, where you can psych them out with mental abuse and and verbal abuse as they're batting. Great
3: concept. Which is a great
4: idea. Great concept. As I said before, baseball and movies is just perfectly mixed. It's just pure Americana film, and I've loved basically every baseball movie that I've seen. Really?
3: Yeah, there's an absolute truckload. I mean, There's heaps. you got Seinfeld, you got Steinbrenner and the Yankees in Seinfeld, the second spitter with the Mets.
7: Sure.
3: Ferris Bueller's day off, catches a ball in the outfield for the Cubs. Amazing. We mentioned Amazing. Enrico Palazzo earlier. you got The Natural, one of the great films. The Simpsons rips that off beautifully in their softball sort of Homer's oh, Wonderbat episode. The greatest. Paul Simon singing in Mrs. Robinson, Where Have You Gone, Joe DiMaggio. Kenny Powers. Even in Cheers, Ted Danson's a retired pitcher. Daryl and the Dock, one of the great docos as is Fernando Nation. Oh. Moneyball, that introduced us to Fantastic. Sabermetrics. I think that was with the Athletics. Fair name, the Athletics?
4: Yes, the Athletics, that's right. They're not
3: athletes, they're the Oakland Athletics.
4: That's right. What about the baseball porno that I saw called Dinger?
3: One of the great films. Excuse me? <laughs> Just nothing
5: but fourth base. Uh, Dinger, a John Holmes film. Are you the catcher or the pitcher? One of the
4: great pawns. Do yourself a favor. Very Americana.
5: <laughs> 20th Century Fox presents...
3: Hey, guys, it's the Sandlot, baby.
1: Okay, let's go over the ground rules. You can't leave first until you chug a beer. Any man scoring has to chug a beer. You have to chug a beer at the top of all odd-numbered innings. Oh, and the fourth inning is the beer inning. Hey! We know how to play softball. We have uh, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's
3: on third. That's what I want to find out. I want you to tell me the names of the fellas on the St. Louis I'm, team. I'm telling you, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. Do you know the fellows' names? Yes. Well, then who's playing first? Yes. I mean, the fellow's name on first base. Who? The fellow playing first base for St. Louis. Who? The guy on first base. Who
1: is on first? what are you asking me for? I'm not asking you. I'm telling you who is on first. I'm asking you who's on first. That's the man's name. That's whose name? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. Who? The guy on first. Who? The first baseman. Who is on first? Have you got a first baseman on first? Certainly. Then who's
3: playing first? Absolutely.
5: Why do you like him? Because he gets on base. He can't throw and he can't field. So he walks a lot. He gets on yeah. base a lot. Rocco, do I care if it's a walk or a hit? Pete?
6: You do not.
3: Daryl, Daryl,
0: Daryl, Daryl.
5: Children, that's not very nice.
0: Mom, they're professional athletes. They're used to this sort of thing. It rolls right off their back.
5: I hear your sister's going out with Squeak. Uh, What? Uh. Mark me down for another psych-out. Hey,
3: I'm not going out with his sister. Dude, that's the defense. You got to psych him out. Yeah, we got to say totally fucked up shit to make sure the other guy misses.
7: All
0: right.
7: Hey, wait a minute. Why's me going out with his sister totally fucked up?
0: Yo, Pierce. I hear your mom's going out with squeak.
1: Oh, yes, two out. The spit then splashed off the wrist,
5: pauses in midair, mind you, (laughs) makes a left turn, and lands on Newman's left thigh. (laughs) That is one magic loogie.
8: (laughs) Hey! It's Enrico Palazzo!
2: Sandlot, a little piece of paradise, a half a block wide, and a whole season long.
3: I know you've got a personal favourite. What's is it? Pop culture? It's on YouTube, but it's you're obsessed with this bloke, and we'll put the link in the bio actually because it is worth watching, mate. Who are we it talking is about?
4: The man, the myth, the legend, Wally Backman, uh-huh. a.k.a. my hero. <laughs> this man, I would go anywhere into war into a street fight, into a hot dog eating contest. If he's
3: with me... He'd get evicted from it, though. He'd get kicked out.
4: He has a black belt in life. This man <laughs> is the greatest coach I've ever seen. He is the perfect mix of great coach, will blast all these players, is a sook, loves his players as well. It's the co- He's got every emotion involved in his coaching style.
3: Can he coach, though? Do they win?
4: Fucking oath I've checked the stats <laughs> The Peanuts have won a few
3: The Peanuts Is that what they get paid in?
4: <laughs> they won a few In the minor
3: league minors. By the way miners would be a mad team name But they're actual miners With like a oh. torch on their <laughs> head When they go out to bat
4: They have no lights in the stadium
3: And you put the canary on the shoulder Of the opposition team Or something When they're about to die I you it could work <laughs> I like that
4: Walter Wayne Backman Is an American former Major League Baseball Second baseman He's best known for his time with the New York Mets and was a member of their 1986 World Series winning team. So this man knows baseball. Hmm. He's been coaching at the minor leagues, the Peanuts, for a long time. He's won a lot of trophies with the Peanuts. But this man, two words for you, hot head. <laughs> He's not agreeing with an umpire Ever ever do yourself a favor and watch some footage of wally
3: yeah i'll put the link in
4: my favorite thing that he does apart from all the screaming and calling the ump a pipsqueak cocksucker you name it mm. every fucking effin' and Jeffin' you can think of two
3: great terms by the way two great terms. he then
4: goes into the dugout grabs all the bats and balls and throws them all over as so in a petulant. protest.
3: So petulant. By
4: far the most petulant thing he does, and it's my favourite thing because it's like the most non-intimidating thing. He goes up to home plate and covers it in dirt. It is the greatest. That's a real get stuff to the arms, isn't you. it? They're the ones who've got to
3: clean oh. it off, Palazzo style.
4: <laughs> he does it while he's puffing and <laughs> standing there, and he's just quietly. Doesn't say anything. Scuffing it, and he goes back to you, yeah, fucking cocksucker. <laughs> it's just the man is the greatest man ever lived. Do yourself a favour and find him. Just type Wally Backman.
3: Yeah, pretty simple. Into
4: YouTube, and the next forty-five minutes will be the greatest, greatest thing you'll ever see. One hundred percent to Wally Backman.
3: Our bullpen. <laughs> God damn it, You've had a horseshit zone what
1: all day! What'd he say to you? What'd he say? He never even looked report, at you! He never even report. fucking looked at report. you! You're For what? Report. What the fuck did I just say? I don't know. Wally, Wally, Wally. You motherfucker! What the fuck? Wally, Wally, Wally. No, this is bullshit. I never said a goddamn word to the guy. You know it. You know it.
3: Let's go, All right? Let's go. Let's go.
1: Okay, I, I want to know what I said. Okay. I'm going to ask him what okay, I said. Right. I'm going to ask him what I said. In your report. Take your report and shove it up your fucking ass. Wally, Wally, You wally, fucking... Wally, no, no, that's far, some don't, bullshit. Don't far, you know, the last guy I bumped, wally, I'd have knocked wally, you on your fucking ass. Wally, wally, Put that in your fucking report, wally, you little fucking pimp squeak. Wally, Wally. Fucking wally, joke. Wally, Wally, let's God go. God damn it. Wally, let's go. Let's go. I want to know what I said. I'm, I'll leave the field when he tells me what he threw me out for. We got to go. I don't gotta, have to go. You got to go. Yes, you, you got to go now. What did I say? Guys. Jesus, you're goddamn it being an embarrassment to professional baseball being like that. Wally, please. It is right. Wally, please, let's go. First let's go. fucking time you've ever fucking umpired in professional baseball. Wally. Am I right? No, no. Wally, let's go. Please. Fucking
3: joke. Talk to me about your favorite player.
4: My favorite player comes as I was watching, I think it was 03, 04 at home. I don't know. I, think I was off work for a couple of days. I think, that's right. I had a tooth infection. mm mm-hmm. Oh, this is another little story. Ho, ho, ho. I had a tooth infection, which meant I ended up with gastro. And I went to have a wank in my friend's bedroom, because he was the only one with the computer and the internet. Oh,
5: boy. Okay.
4: And I shat myself on his chair as I was wanking.
3: Can we just hang on a minute? Anyway, Uh, no, no, hang on. You're rounding the bases of absurdity and filth right now. First base, tooth infection. Second base, wank. Third base, in your mate's bedroom. Not cool. Rounding home now. Rounding home. (laughs) Shat myself. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the grand slam of filth.
4: That is for another pod, my friend. But I no, was that's watching for the now. O3, no, we got it out of the
3: way. We won't be delving back into that. That's actually too much information, more than anything. As I sat
4: on the couch with a cork in my ass mm-hmm. and a sore tooth, I was watching classic Red Sox era. Well, I think they won the 03 and then they went close in the 04. I'm pretty sure. Now... They had a pitcher called Pedro Martinez, mm. the Dominican Republic pitcher. It mm. was my favorite for a couple of reasons. He had a very good perm, always had a very curly black perm, which I always liked. And when he assaulted an old man called Hank Zimmer, who was, of course, a coach for one of the opposing baseball teams in New York Yankees.
3: Did he have a Zimmer frame? <laughs> Is that who it's named after? That yet another idiom and terminology from baseball. You
4: fucking needed one after Pedro was done with him. The Zimmer frame. He pointed to these temple Pedro and looked at the dugout, which Zimmer interpreted. I'm in your head. Zimmer interpreted as I'm going to drill the next batsman in the head. The next batter in the head.
3: Aren't they professionals with si- signals? <laughs> yeah, signals. That's right. He's pointing to his head. He wants uh, to be paid in peanuts. (laughs) Get the signals right, Zimmer. Hank,
4: the Zimmer frame Zimmer, went straight for him as Pedro hit a player in the back. Classic brawl starter. Love it. And Pedro grabbed the two sides of his head and threw him to the ground, landing the 85-year-old on his stomach and breaking three ribs. Wow. That's why I like him, but my favourite stat of Pedro, Pedro Martinez, mm-hmm. who's the 4 He had a little good luck charm that followed the team around named Nelson Dararosa who was a small person okay, who was 71 centimetres and they toured him around through the playoffs. Now they toured, they took this man around in their suitcase around the whole of the playoffs.
3: In the suitcase? A... <laughs> no they didn't. Come on mate. Taking some liberties now. Everyone
4: Google Nelson De La Rosa. He was the actual inspiration behind Mini-Me in the Austin Powers films. What? He is a tiny man. He was going for the Guinness Book of Records as the smallest man on the earth. Not a great stat, but he was used by Pedro, because he is another Dominican Republic uh, citizen, Nelson, hmm. as his good luck charm. Superstition in baseball, if you know what I'm saying.
3: Mate, how come you tell me you're too busy to record? And you know this shit. Unbelievable. I remember
4: sitting there and watching, and as he'd go off after his pitches in the bullpen, I thought it was a little statue. Gary Coleman. Standing there while he was practicing. The plan, boss, the plan. He's got a little statue. Yeah, he's he's got a little statue in there. It's like, no, it was a human. Named Nelson De La Rosa standing there. I
3: couldn't believe it. The half Nelson. <laughs> oh, he's got to be the old half Nelson. It's a full one for De La Rosa. Come on.
4: <laughs> so there are reasons why Pedro Martinez is my
3: favourite player. My Pedro, friend. the Prince of Mints. What a character! What a classic! I love him. <laughs> Anyone who's the inspiration for mini Me is good enough for me. You mentioned earlier you've done a bit of home run research. I'm going to quiz you now, and I'm going to do some home run stuff in there, okay? Which of these is not a term for a home run? Which one is not a home run? Poke, goner, four bagger, blast, bomb, no doubter, long ball,
4: or homer? I mean, why am I getting a hard on? They're all sexual sexual innuendos. (laughs) I'm guessing, uh, was one of them... Anal? No. Was one of them uh, a
3: donk? A poke. poke? Poke was the first one. It was actually a trick question. They are all terms for home runs. <laughs> Fuck. Shit. Shit. Next question.
4: Yeah. I need a box, by the way. I've got a hold on.
3: Which of these is not yeah. a term for a home run? <laughs> what? A jack. Oh, he's jacked a it. A moonshot. Oh, it's a moonshot. A dinger. Oh, a dinger 100%. A big fly. Or a round tripper. I mean, am I am I at
4: an underage dance party <laughs> taking my first pills? What is going on?
3: Uh, trick
4: question, they're all sexual positions.
3: Oh, you're <laughs> close. Trick question, they're all terms for home runs. Let me mix it up a bit here. Mace, can you name all nine fielding positions in baseball? Holy shit. Pitcher. Catcher
4: first base, second base, third base, shortstop, um, uh, shortstop, longhorn, um, uh, ball sack, uh, gooch, gooch foul. Yeah, gooch um, foul
3: and Ballsack. sack. They're, they're actually softball <laughs> positions.
4: Um, gooch foul and ball sack.
3: Longhorn is a T ball <laughs> position. No, the three that you're missing one's in the left
4: left field out left field right field left fielder
3: yeah one's right, in the right right field and right zimmer frame. and one's in the Zimmer, center fielder <laughs> what position would you be
4: oh, oh i'd love to be a fucking catcher so i'm a little fingers yeah, I can down I would see you as a catcher i'd oh, love I to be a catcher and i'd love see you to be
3: a catcher fucking Having a little snipe at the batters. Doing a few signals with the fingers. Oh, 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 oh.
4: Oh, day, mate. Oh, How are you, buddy? Seen your kids in a while? <laughs> yeah.
3: How's your wife and my kids? Yeah. How's your... <laughs> I reckon I'll be a shortstop. Just in there sniping. Just lurking. Yes, yeah, sniping. That or first base. I want to have a chat. I want to be having a chat.
4: You love a chat. Shock, horror. Hence podcast.
3: <laughs> Question whatever. Mm-hmm. Which one of these is not a term for a home run? (laughs) (laughs) There's a patent emerging. Okay, you ready? Yep. Oppo taco.
4: There it is. There's the answer.
3: A gopher, a round tripper.
4: These can't be...
3: Yickety (laughs) yak. Don't come back. That's mint. Oppo boppo, a mashed tater or a grand salami.
4: I mean, this is a bloke with Tourette's.
3: It can't; these
4: can't be all home run terms.
3: A mushed salami, no, no, a mashed tater, and a grand salami. Oppo taco, gopher, round tripper, yickety yak, oppo boppo, mashed tater, grand salami.
4: Grand salami, because that's clearly a giant penis. It's
3: a trick question, mate. They are all <laughs> terms for home runs. <laughs> How insane. We get it. We get it. We get it, guys. We you get it. You've All had right. time. question six, maybe? Yeah. Two-prong question for team names. Who yeah. are the Orioles? Baltimore Orioles. Baltimore, correct. What's an Oriole? Is it a biscuit, a bird, or a unique bagel to the region? <laughs> a unique bagel? Yeah. A unique bagel, an Oreo. We both want it to be that, don't we? So we can talk about that a bit more.
4: I really want it to be that. I think it's the bird, but I... Yeah,
3: it's a bird. It's a bird. All <laughs> I was right. going to
4: say it was a biscuit.
3: <laughs> Different question now, Mace. Mixing it up. Which of these is not a term for a home run? <laughs> okay. <laughs> there was a pattern emerging. See if you can stick with it. <laughs> Which of these is not a term for a home run? A willy, a chopper. A willy. A grand slam witch, a corked nuke.
4: I like that.
3: An oppo tropo, and a pee barber. Pee
4: barber.
3: Which of those is not a term for a home run?
4: It's a trick question. They're all home run terms.
3: It is a trick question.
4: Fantastic.
3: <laughs> None of them are home run terms. I made all of those up just now. What? No. Yeah. All the others were. That wasn't. <laughs> Hi, my name's Alfred Dalia. At home, they call me Big Al, and I hit dingers. Last question of the quiz. Yeah. Can you name two? Let's see if we can do two. Can you name two baseball-related films... Involving Kevin Costner This is the famed Kevin Costner section Of the quiz Go Field of Dreams Bodyguard
4: I always loved that scene in Bodyguard Where he uses the samurai sword with her scarf And it falls over the samurai sword and cuts in half
3: Haven't seen it recently Been watching Major League a lot
4: Fantastic scene Fantastic scene Fantastic scene You've got to watch that Okay. Very sexual mm. Field of Dreams
3: and
4: I'm sure he's had a hit of a baseball in Yellowstone at some or he's had a baseball bat and killed a Native American with a baseball bat.
3: You're thinking of when he played the Indians. <laughs> Look, I'll give you a half a point for Field of Dreams. He's also been yes. in... Uh, he had a small role in 1982 in a film called Chasing Dreams, baseball. Oh, right. For the love of the game, baseball. Bull Durham, oh. you've probably seen. Baseball. How many has he done? The upside of anger. We get it, Kevin. He plays a retired, you guessed it, baseball player. He's in a documentary (laughs) called Fastball. It's about baseball. And just for good measure, there is a famous baseball bat scene in the untouchables.
4: Give someone else a go, Kevin.
3: Yeah, give someone else a go, Kev. And it brings me to the ultimate question, which is an ask mace.
4: Sure.
6: did
2: wow wow, Could you please all stand for the segment we call Ask Mace? Move your
7: tail! Move your tail! You look like a girl out there! What's the
2: matter with you?
1: I feel like a cocky-fried idiot.
3: Is Kevin Costner sneakily yes the biggest sports-related movie actor we have? Who's been in the most, without overthinking it, who's been in the most films where there is, no matter how tenuous, a link to sport, a sporting movie? Holy
2: shit.
4: What an eye-opener this is. He'd have to go close, I reckon.
3: Well, can I run you through something?
4: Yes. Hit me.
3: He has six baseball-related films, not including the Untouchables baseball scene. Mm. For good measure, Mace, let me throw something at you. Sure. He's in a movie called Draft Day, where he plays an NFL general manager. (laughs) He's also in a film called McFarland USA, where he plays an NFL coach. Right. Kevin Costner is in Tin Cup Golf. He is in Tin Cup. Great movie. He is in a film called American Flyers Bike Race. He has a small role as a ringside fan in Play It to the Bone. That's boxing ticked off. I might go. Kevin Costner is in a film called Rumour Has It. And uh, that's where Costner's character has rooted Jennifer Anderson's mum and grandma. I'll see you later. He assures Jen he is not her father, as he is sterile due to an accident in high school during, you guessed it, a soccer game. Cheers, he roots her anyway. What
4: is he
1: doing?
3: Triple play. What is Triple he doing? Triple play generational rooting, not bad. So, let, let's surmise so far. the water Waterworld didn't work. He went out of his wheelhouse. That's six baseball. That's the world game of football. We've got golf, NFL, cycling, and boxing, but he's not quite done there yet. <laughs> he plays the titular Molly's dad in Molly's game, poker. He's in a film called The Art of Racing in the Rain. And I don't know if you've seen this cinematic masterpiece, but it is a movie about a dog's life, a dog whose owner is a racing car driver. Kevin Costner plays the dog. <laughs> not joking. What? Yeah, he's the voice of the dog. What do you mean? Oh my, what? The dog's getting put down in the opening scenes and relives his life and his owner is the racing car driver. And Costner's the voice of the dog. So that's car racing done. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, archery. JFK, shooting. (laughs) What a stretch. (laughs) Bodyguard. Samurai work. Samurai work. And water world shit. So let's run through it. Six baseball, two NFL, golf, cycling, boxing, football, poker, motor racing, archery, shooting, shit. And swimming. And swimming. And anything aquatic. So I ask you again, is Kevin Costner sneakily, or not even sneakily, the biggest sports-related movie actor of all time?
4: It's a trick question. They're trick all trick question. Home they're all home runs.
3: runs. <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh,
3: love it. No race was ever
8: won in the first corner, but many have been lost there. I should know. I was born to be a race car driver, but there's only one problem. That's not me. That's me. He picked me out of a pile of pups, a tangled mass of paws and tails. Hey. Call it fate, call it luck. All I knew was I was meant to be his dog. You like that, huh? Like it. I loved it.
3: Is this life to love?
8: And racing your car goes where your eyes go.
3: Some be kidding. <coughs> Not really much of a dog person.
8: It's more person than dog. Denny was clearly taken with her grooming. She probably bathed every day for all I knew.
3: Does he always stare at people like
8: this? If he likes them.
3: Set me free.
8: The best drivers don't dwell on the future or the past. The best drivers focus only on the present. No one knows what curves life will throw at you. But if a driver has the courage to create his own conditions, then the rain is simply rain. But for now, all I want is one more lap. Faster, Denny. Faster.
2: Oh, sweet boy, come here.
8: It must be amazing to have a body that can carry an entire creature inside. I just hoped it would look like me.
3: Hey, before we go... Yes. Do you reckon you could hit a baseball? 90 miles an hour in a batting cage? I could bunt one, I reckon. Yep. <laughs> you can <you'd> bunt one? <laughs> do you reckon you could? Um... Well, someone asked recently what's harder, hitting a fastball or a cricket ball bowled at a slightly less speed. I maintain cricket because of the variation. In baseball, you know where it's going. It's got to be in the strike zone. Sure. So you're just in that sure. area and you're swinging. And it's tough to hit, but sure. no doubt it doesn't bounce off the seam. I, I think the cricket ball's harder. It can beat your toes or your nose.
4: Yeah, I don't know about that. I reckon the way the different styles of pitching would really, really be tough. The floaters and the timing you yeah.
3: Yeah. Next time you're in Melbourne, let's go to a batting cage. Try it. Have a dip.
4: And if you start foot you throw it at my shoulders, mate, it's it is on.
3: I'll be clearing the benches and the ball's gonna be on fire, my friend. Don't you worry your pretty little head about that. You bring the bats, you
4: bring the balls, and I'll bring the zimmer frames, my friend.
3: <laughs> hey, bada 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 bada, bada. so bada. Hey, so Kennedy, 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 so we, All right, mate. That's been a hell of a bloody. Uh, I don't know what we'd call this baseball World Series episode of guff, but it's been an hour and a half almost <laughs> of just absolute nonsense about something. How good sport, mate. Even something we don't love and watch oh. all the time, you can just the best pub chat it for a long time. Pub Chat Baseball is the name of this episode, I think.
4: The best. I'm coming around. This is coming around. This is Cleanse the Soul. It's giving me a chance here. It's giving me a chance. What have we learned? 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 What have we learned?
0: What have we learned?
4: We have learnt that that there's more to baseball than you think. Hmm. There is more to it than visually looking at it and thinking, there's not much happening here, but there is. Yeah. There's a lot of midgets. There's a lot of people using good luck charms. A lot of spitting. There's a lot of spitting. There's a lot of old people not sitting down. A lot of bad postures, I reckon. There's a lot of different terms for home runs. There's a lot to this sport when you think there's not much to it. There, there is. There is a lot that's what I take away from this.
3: There is. I think we've also learnt that the Civil War basically eradicated cricket in the USA. We learnt Kevin Costner is <laughs> the preeminent <laughs> sports-related film star of all time. <laughs> and we learnt that you you might be coming around. We learnt that you might be coming around to the sport of baseball. I learnt Major League still holds up if you want to pretend you're a 12-year-old in the very late 80s in a cocaine-fueled society. But... It's worth revisiting. Everyone go and watch Wally Backman. Everyone go watch Major League. Everyone enjoy the World Series. Enjoy your off-season. Get reacquainted with your family. And until <laughs> next time, Mace, I love you and I need you to stay mint.
4: I love you and stay mint, Sonny.
3: It's oh, a beautiful, beautiful sentiment. It's beautiful, isn't it? Play ball. Play ball.
0: But out. Well, Mr Burns had done it. The power plant had won it. With Roger Clemens clucking all the while. Mike Sosha's tragic illness made us smile. While Wade Boggs lay unconscious on the barroom tile. We're talking softball. From Maine to San Diego, talking softball. Manningly and Canseco. Ken Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw. Steve Sachs and his running with the law. We're talking Homer. Ozzy and the straw. Softball From Maine to San Diego Talking softball Mattingly and Canseco, Ken Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw Steve Sachs and his running with the law We're talking Homer Ozzy and the Straw When you
4: phone Webster and get into the dictionary department... (laughs) you call Webster and it's Gary Coleman on the other end. Was it yeah, he 100%. Webster?
3: Hey, mate, I'm hoping to put in another definition for baseball. What you talking about, man? I want to put in a definition for shortstop. Nah, Webster's got it. He died of Gary Coleman's disease. Yeah. That's actually what the insides of Lou Gehrig looked like afterwards. Just a short little black lump.
4: Fucking Gary Coleman's
3: disease. He's got stage three Gary Coleman's disease.
4: <laughs> He's shrinking.
3: He's got two feet to live. Yeah.
4: <laughs> he just never understood the disease, he just kept asking what you're talking about. What you <laughs>
3: what you talking about, Doc? What you talking about, Doc? It was Doc Ellis You've who was got on LSD. three
4: weeks to live, Gary. What are you talking about, Doc?
3: Three weeks seems a long time. Well it would from down there. <laughs> How can such a little disease be causing such a big problem? <laughs> Oh man, I got Gary Coleman's disease. Instead of instead of on his deathbed, he was on his death cot. Anyway, <laughs> let's not get hung up on Gary Coleman's disease.
4: Oh, how many pallbearers do we have for his coffin? Uh, just yeah, they're just one, picking man. it up like
3: with their finger and their thumb. Tweezers. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're not pallbearers. They're pinchers. How many pall pinches we got? I'm Gary Coleman's pall pincher. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
7: Like,
4: they're like doing a hacky sack with it. They're like keeping it up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let Gary drop. Don't let Gary drop. Don't let him drop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you hit the seagull. It's 20 more
3: points. Keep you up. Keep you happy with Gary. <laughs> anyway, baseball. Baseball. Baseball
7: Oh Kim's testing missiles again.